what is going on? Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Welcome to episode 84 of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. Well, college softball's back, and what an opening weekend it was. If the amount of upsets over the last few days is any indication, then uh, buckle up, because it's going to be a good one. You know, uh, a, a couple things stood out to me. First was uh, freshman Olivia Johnson at the University of Washington. She had like a Tierra Jennings type of start to her college career. Uh, she reached base in every plate appearance in her first three games. That included three home runs, triple. But then uh, what really stood out was being intentionally walked all four times that she came to bat in her first game on Saturday against Rutgers. You know, talk about earning immediate respect. That's uh, that's pretty crazy. Uh, also need to talk about uh, freshman Jordy Ball out of uh, Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, what a performance she put on on Saturday in a marquee matchup against UC. LA ball goes out throws a four hitter with 14 K's she showed amazing poise she never got frustrated with the illegal pitches she just took the ball back and was like let's go <laughs> you know it's uh, quite the luxury the Sooners have when when you lose the reigning women's college world series most outstanding player in G Juarez and get to replace her with the likes of Jordy Ball it's going to be a it's going to be fun watching uh, her career play out you know, uh, speaking of G, on to this week's guest, and we sat down and chatted with Oklahoma Sooners alum, and as just mentioned, the reigning Women's College World Series most outstanding player, G Juarez. G had a fantastic college career, getting her start with Arizona State, where she would be named a first-team NFC All-American before transferring to Oklahoma. With the Sooners, G would go 53-6 and with a 1.74 ERA and 437 strikeouts. She'd be named a NFCA First Team All-American in 2019, as well as the Big 12 Pitcher of the Year. Last season is where G definitely left her mark in Sooner history as she went a perfect 5-0 at the Women's College World Series, leading Oklahoma to their fifth national title. We're going to talk to G about getting her start in the game, the role her dad played helping in her development, the transfer from Arizona State to Oklahoma, of course, last year's amazing title run, and much, much more. G was an absolute pleasure to chat with, and I was so happy I was able to sit down, talk about her career, talk about what she has on the go now, and, and talk about her wed- wedding planning with her. Uh, I wish G nothing but the best moving forward. With that being said, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling, ain't never felt this freedom. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. Here we go. Gee, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Absolutely. How are you, Grant and Blue, making out down in Arizona today? <laughs> uh, it's really good, actually. Um, just got done with practice and now heading home. Right on, right on. I saw. Actually, I, I I do this with all the guests. I, I go and look on on the weather app and look at the the weather. It, it's it seems like it's a little chilly in Arizona today. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a little chilly this morning. The, when the wind dies down, it's actually really nice. Right. So. Well, chilly, chilly for you Windy, guys. It's really cold. <laughs> chilly for you yeah. guys. Not. I I just looked at our temperature and it's uh, it feels like one degree Fahrenheit. 
So absolutely, not. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd be tough on you guys. <laughs> so, how, how's the wedding planning going? Um, it's going good. We are still looking for a venue and everything, but other than that, it's going pretty okay. Yeah, I'm really well. I guess I got to wait for the venue for everything else. Right, right, right. When when are you planning on? Um, sometime in 2023. We're not 100 percent sure yet. Excellent, excellent. So, were you surprised by the engagement? Um, yeah, he kind of threw me off. I had just gotten done with my best friend's wedding, and then, um, I like started sensing that it was coming and then it completely threw me off when it actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, a little thing we, uh, we like to do on the podcast here that, you know, kick it off and, uh, kind of break the ice, call it quick pitches. Um, okay. I'm going to throw out some random questions to you and okay. you do your best to answer them. <laughs> All oh, right. No. Here we go. Uh, first one, if you have to, if you had to live off one food for a week, what is it? Popcorn. P- popcorn. <laughs> All right. Different flavors or just straight up butter? Um, just butter. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like I like dill pickle seasoning on mine. Ooh, I haven't tried that. Ooh, delicious. Delish. Uh, next one. Most embarrassing moment while on the mound? Um, The one in game three, I believe it was in the third <laughs> inning, and I don't even know what happened. <laughs> uh, I figured that's what it was going to be. I actually, yeah. uh, I watched the game again last night just to you know, doing my research, but, uh, yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, well, I know what this is going to be. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. What happened? Did you just like, I picked? don't know. I like got it. And then I like, tripped. I don't even know. I tried to like rewatch it and I made fun of myself on TikTok, and I still can't figure out what exactly happened. Well, you know, the best, thing, at least you didn't put it right across the plate. At least you, you, you buried it yeah. right before it hit the plate. So, I mean, yeah. it was four. Or it, ball three or something. I think uh, I think it was ball. Uh, good question. I think it was ball three actually. Because I think yeah, yeah. I was like, good timing. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, next one, uh, biggest thing you're going to miss at Oklahoma. Um, the coaches and just like honestly everything. That's my answer. Mm-hmm. Everything. I already miss it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Especially minus with them. the weather. Yeah, no weather. <laughs> <laughs> especially with them starting up again. I mean, that's uh, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Uh, next one. Do you play Wordle? Do I play what? Wordle. <laughs> no. Okay. Don't even know you don't know what Wordle is? No. Holy cow! It's an on. It's like a game where you got to guess the word every single day. It's a different word every day, and you get oh. six chances. Everybody I'm have to try that. Oh, everybody! <laughs> I see. I didn't know what it was. Honestly. I, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Three weeks ago, I had no idea what Wordle was, and then <laughs> I saw people kept posting their results like on on Twitter, and I was like, "What is this Wordle?" So then <laughs> I finally I checked it out. Now it's I got I need to know what the word is every day. So it's <laughs> it's a fun little game. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, best thing about growing up in Arizona? Um, I could always pitch whenever I wanted. Usually, because the weather was typically always nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you could visit any place on earth, where would it be? Mm, Italy. Yeah, good call. I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. That place looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one. Two more. Growing up, what was your favorite show to watch on TV? Um, Kim Possible. That's the, more, the one that came to my head. <laughs> Kim Possible. What's that? 
Oh my gosh, you don't know what that is? I do not know what that is. (laughs) Um, It was a Disney Channel show um, for kids. I don't remember though. Okay. (laughs) I don't remember all of it. See, now you're going to have to look up Google and I'll look up Impossible when we're done here. So (laughs) Uh, last one, Uh, favorite Oklahoma uniform color combo? Ooh, I always say the charcoal, but I put <sighs> the best in all white. Yeah, uh, I love that charcoal. Like, <sighs> man, it's so nice. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Just the, I know, I don't know, because you're so used to seeing, you know, the whites and and the 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 red. The red yeah. So yeah. when the when the charcoal came out, I was like, oh wow, that's sharp. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's get on to your career. Um, let us know uh, when and where you got your start in the game. Um, well, <laughs> I started playing like um, rec ball. And then so when I started that, I played first base and I was like, I was pretty OK. I like to think I was OK. <laughs> um, and then in rec ball, they usually have you try out at all positions. Right. So right. they had me try pitching. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> and I just will never forget this. There was a big old net like massive net right and you just had to hit like two you just had to hit it that's that was the goal you got three tries the first one i was like way to the left and high and i was like oh god i'm terrible (laughs) and then the second one i remember hitting it and i was just like i love this i love it now like um so that's actually where i fell in love with it was that missing it way wide and then hitting it the next one and i that's where I was like, mom, I want lessons. I want, I want to do this. Nice. Nice. So uh, yeah, actually, actually, was there a video online of that, that you there have? There might've like, been. Yeah. Cause I, well, I texted back and forth with you last night. I was saying about the, come, I come across your G got game YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That would be my father. And <laughs> I gotta say you're like, your dad took a lot of time, you know, mm-hmm. to work with you, didn't he? Oh, absolutely. He was my catcher, my coach, um, my biggest supporter. I mean, he, like me and him, when um, I would pitch in games, sometimes he would sit behind the plate and like, we would have like little tips of like him doing like signals. So he would like, and I would know what they mean. And sometimes like, I still like touch my glasses because he used to touch his sunglasses, like the sides of them. And uh, whenever I do that, like I think of him and like the sign. I don't remember what the sign would be now, but I mm. remember him doing that to like for to sign me something type of thing. And it's just, I don't know. It's just the little things like that that make me laugh. Oh, that's mm. awesome. Yeah. Cause I mean, it, all the videos that he has on there, I mean, it starts, you know, very <laughs> young for you and, and right up yeah. to, right up to, I mean, I think it was, were you still in college when you were still throwing to him or in high school? Um, Cause I think like uh, there was, there was, there was video yeah. there where you so were, you looked like you were older when the last video was made. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Hey, if anybody wants to check it out, go check out G got game. <laughs> 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 good, good content on there. So, uh, <laughs> what, tell, uh, tell us about, uh, your time in travel ball in high school. What are, uh, some of the memories that you have from your time then? Um, well, one of them, one of the first ones anyways, and it's in one of those videos was, I was at Mountain Ridge and it was our first, it was my sophomore year and we just beat like the like number one team in high school ball and we hadn't beaten them for 10 years. Um, like every time we would just, we lost, I guess. Wow. And like just that feeling of like, wow, that was awesome. And then 
getting to playoffs. And then my first year we got to state and that was an amazing feeling. Um, and then I remember I got injured actually my junior fall and I didn't think I was going to be able to play, um, that spring, but I ended up coming back and I helped my team back to the state championship. We lost both times, but I mean, I'll never forget like just getting there. And, um, every, like whenever we lost, like I remember my dad hugging me and saying like, let this burn, let this Mm -hmm. like feel this feeling, like let this fuel your fire for next year type of thing. And I just like, will always remember that. And I think like, even when we lost at the world series, to UCLA, I, t- I had that same feeling. I even think he said that to me um, again. And like, that was just kind of like the thing of like, let this burn and like, let this fuel your fire for the next time for the next year. Wow. That's awesome. Like, that's great to, you know, words of advice from back, uh, back in high school <laughs> that, you know, you got to use them in, in 2019 yeah. into 2021. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Uh, were there any, uh, did you have any other role models, you know, of course, besides your dad, any other role models growing up like coaches or anything uh, that helped you along the way? Um, there were a lot of coaches. Um, <laughs> I think the one that helped me grow the most was, um, his name's coach Rocky, um, or coach rock. I'm actually going to help out, um, this summer with his, with my old club ball team, um, and work with him. And I'm actually really excited for that because I think when I went over, so I played in Alabama, my junior and senior year for club ball. Mm -hmm. And when I went over there, I felt like I grew so much as like a young lady, but also as like just a player. And like, there were just, I don't know, he like believed in me. And like, even though I was in Alabama, it was like, he was a father for all of us that were like out of town and whatnot. So wow. it was just really awesome experience. And like, just to have somebody that like, Hey, like I'm holding you to the super high standard, but, but it's because I know you can reach it type of thing. So. Nice. So did, did you like move over for the summer? Did you? Uh, yeah, basically. Oh, wow. So was, was there a, what did a lot of, did a lot of girls do that or, or, um, there weren't many from, Arizona. There's right. me and Tamara Statman went over. She was there my junior year. There's some from Tennessee. Um, I think maybe California, but most of them might have been from Alabama. I can't remember for sure. Wow, that's pretty but cool. Around the area. Wow. Well, tell us about the recruiting process because uh, you, you were originally committed to Fresno State, were you not? Um, I was originally, originally committed to U of A. The oh. University of Arizona. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nobody really knows that one. <laughs> I committed to them my sophomore season and then I decommitted, um, and because of scholarship and whatnot. And, um, so then I committed to Fresno, I got injured and, um, I was like, I can't go eight hours away when I'm going to recover and get surgery here. Like, it's just, it was a lot at the right. time. Um, so for me mentally and Physically, it was just better to stay like closer to home. Um, and it worked out that Coach Ford had actually switched over to Arizona State as well. So Okay. So that was pretty much the, the main decision be behind, you know, committing to Arizona State was, you know, being able to rehab close to home? Yes, absolutely. Right on. So how was that uh, how was that initial visit there? Did did you like fall in love with it right um, away? I don't remember if I went on a visit. I think I just kind of showed up at campus. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, um, like I had, because I had grown up watching games and everything at ASU. So like, it wasn't anything new, um, for me because I had been, I basically grew up being a fan for there as well. Um, 
just watching Dallas and everything. So when I got there and Dallas was on staff, it was like, wow, how cool. Like I remember I have a photo where I, I am younger and she's in uniform. And then that's when we were at regionals, I got a picture with her out of uniform and coaches and I was in ASU uniform. So that was actually really awesome. Wow. That's pretty cool. See that. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> so, I mean, so like you said, you get to Arizona state. Did you find that there was a, a big adjustment that freshman season? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> time management for the young ones is like something that I couldn't preach more. Um, like what's my biggest advice for anybody going into college, learn how to time management, like use time management before you get into college. Right. Um, because it is such a huge adjustment. Like I did had no idea. Um, and like, that was just huge, like bouncing, like softball school and if you want a social life type of thing and mm-hmm. that type of like just figuring it out was rough at first but i figured it out eventually yeah. so what was what was campus life like there um it was actually so everyone says that asu is a huge party school i didn't find it that way nor did i really go looking for it right um <laughs> but it was really it was very different than norman um i felt like i was in a city obviously it is in a city yeah. but like if i didn't realize that it didn't feel really college college life until i got to norman and then i felt like wow this is really a college town type of thing right so i think that was a huge difference and now being in tucson like you of it like tucson is the college town when you're near campus mm. whereas like ASU, I find, is more city and, like, everyday life is going on, and it's not as, like, I don't know, college life feeling. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, do you remember your first game? Oh, no. Oh, I ask this to everybody <laughs> that comes on. I feel like I would, but no, I don't. 6-3 win against San Diego. Five strikeouts, four hits. So, there you go. A little oh, fun fact for you. <laughs> that was a home game. There, now that you mention it. it uh, yeah, it actually was. Um, yeah. Actually, you guys, you guys started that season off like really well, like a, mm-hmm. like a big undefeated streak to start the season. So, yeah. Um, what was your biggest thing that you took from that freshman season that helped you leading into into your like great sophomore season? Um, honestly, it had a lot to do with my hips. So I had surgery that freshman fall, came back, and I retore my hip, and I remember that. I remember that specifically from my freshman year. Wow. Um, but I pitched on it and I was like, I want to ride out the season with my team. Like I have great seniors. Like I want to do it. I want to wait for surgery. And then, um, I remember we lost to UNC. I want to say, um, at Ole Miss. And, um, that was heartbreaking. I just remember like that. I wanted to get farther and like, it broke my heart um, just not getting past regionals. And like it, I just took that feeling and took it into the next year and rehab and everything and really not rushing my rehab because I felt like that was partially why I got re-injured was because I wanted so badly to come back and play my freshman year Mm -hmm. that I rushed it and then I wasn't fully ready. And um, so just like taking my time rehabbing and then also taking that loss and, um, fueling my fire right well hey it it seemed to work because i mean you go 26 and 6 uh, with a 1.22 era first team all american i mean safe to say whatever you did it worked uh was your confidence growing by the day at this point 
Yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't, I like my sophomore year, man, that feels like 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> but like it, it was a good year. I just like, I don't, I just wanted it so badly. Like I just wanted to get to the world series and I wanted to do my best and like beat all the number one teams that were there and just like give my team a chance to get back in the dugout and score. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, you made it to the world series yeah. that year. And uh, so what do you remember about the atmosphere that first time? Cause I mean, no doubt it was a different animal when you were with Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember not feeling prepared. Um, like I, it was, the crowd was insane. The, like being on that stage is very different. Um, and like, there's no way to prepare for it unless you go play there. Um, and I think like, I was like, I felt like a baby giraffe around a bunch of like, Oh my God, like what is, where am I? And I like, it's so different. Um, I think of the world series as like, Washington softball stadium. Like that's what I would compare like the height of the stands to. Right. Um, just feeling like you're under, like you're down in it, um, type of thing, like almost like a Coliseum. Right. Um, well, especially after the, especially after this last year when they put that upper deck in. Oh yeah. That was even more so, but my fresh (laughs) or my sophomore year when we went, I just, I felt like a deer in headlights type of thing. So, but I meant, I remember like just feeling discombobulated and Mm -hmm. like, feeling so off. Um, but it was a good experience. I needed to feel that. And, but when we played Oklahoma that year, I was like, heck yeah, I want to go head to head with Paige Parker. And I want to, I want to play this team. I remember that feeling. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when I gave up the one home run to now the best college hitter ever, um, she's gosh, okay. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm only her ninth, 29th home run. <laughs> She likes to remind me. <laughs> That's awesome. She always says, like, you were number 29. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. <laughs> Glad I could be your memory. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's so great. But, like, just, like, to feel that was, like, so needed for me to, like, okay, I can hang with these girls. Like, it's not just I can hang with Oklahoma. Right. You know? So that was that was a good even though we lost and we went home, yeah. it was a really good experience for me. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So what, what led to the transfer to Oklahoma? Um, just like, <laughs> um, there was a lot of drama, um, with me and it involved around me and Danielle Gibson. Um, and it was other people causing drama. Um, and there were lots of rumors after I left that, said that me and Gibby were the problem and everything, but we took it to admin and admin did nothing about it. Um, and I didn't feel, um, like my well-being was being taken care of. Um, I struggled mentally. Um, I wanted to quit a lot. Like I wanted to quit as soon as I left. Um, but I knew I owed it to myself to like give other schools a chance and like to go visit and whatnot. Um, but I mean, just mentally and I didn't feel like I was being protected there. Um, I didn't feel like I was being looked after, um, even though I got told um, I was, you know. Um, And after taking it to admin and nothing was done and everything, then it was like, okay, well, this isn't the right fit for me then. Like, I have to leave. I have to do what's best for me. Wow. Okay. What, so uh, did, were you after, like, were you in conversations with coach Gasso or like during that summer? Um, that 
fall, I went on a visit to Georgia um, first, actually. Um, and I loved it. It just felt like something was missing. Right. And I'd been talking to Coach Gasso, and we like set up a visit and everything. Um, but when I went there, it was nothing like I thought it would be. It was nothing how people had described it to me. Um, it was nothing about the trophies or um, here's who we play, that type of thing. Here's what we've done in the past. It was very family-oriented. Um, it was, we went to go play Uno um, at her house. What a great game. <laughs> dinner, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, it was all about family and showing me who they are outside of the field. And um, I think Sid Romero was my host, um, when I went on my visit and I, she made me fall in love with the place, like her story, my story, like she just talked to me and like, she saw me for more than a player. And so did coach Gasso and so did coach Rocha and JT. Um, and they were so welcoming and I don't know, like it was just different. It was, I could see that they cared for my mental well-being, my physical well-being, that type of thing. Um, and it was, like I said, family oriented. And that's like, it was more about who you are going to be leaving like as a young woman than who you are on the field. Like, obviously Mm -hmm. it's very important that you want to win and everything, but like it was also about who you are as a person and what you have to offer the world and everything. So I just, I fell in love when I went. Right on. Well, that pretty much answers my next question. Cause I was going to ask you, you know, what, what was the biggest thing you noticed when you got there as far as culture went? Because I, I feel with all big time championship teams, this is one thing that stands out and that's, the atmosphere and culture of a team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, if they're family oriented, I mean, that, that goes a long way, you know, you know, as far as the team goes, correct? Yeah. I mean, like we just like 2019, we gelled 2021. It was even more gel between the girls and coach and everything. Like it was very much about like who we are as people and what the game is teaching us, not what we're doing on the field. Like, yes, we want to win. And when we lost to JMU, it sucked, but it was like, okay, how are you going to respond when you get knocked down? Like, how are you going to respond and who, who's going to pick you up and how are you going to get picked up that Mm -hmm. type of thing? And it was just more than just softball. Right. That's what I loved about Oklahoma. Right on. So, I mean, you just mentioned that 2019 season. I mean, you went on to be big 12 pitcher of the year. Uh, went perfect in the regular season, made it back to the College World Series. Uh, what exactly is it like going into that being a hometown favorite? A little bit of pressure added to it? Um, it was different, yeah. Um, but I think we had a previous tournament there. So, like, besides playing there the previous season, it was nice to be able to have that feeling again, like, okay, I've been here type mm. of thing. Um but when that crowd gets going, it's a whole different animal. And especially in 2021, it was even more. Oh, yeah. But like those championship games, just hearing the crowd, I like I had to learn to kind of like look, but only look once, only look around once and then get locked into like in the Coliseum, like being on the field of the Coliseum, basically, yeah. um, and not paying attention to the stands and everything. Um, so I think that's what I learned from 2019 being there was that and like no matter what, like you're not out of it. You're not out of the series. You're not out of the game. Um, and I think that's what 2019 felt like for me. Yeah. Do you think that, well, this is a pretty obvious question, obviously, uh, but do you think losing in the finals in 2019 helped with the majority of that squad for 2021? 
yes. Yeah. He wanted it badly. Yeah. 2020, 2021, even though 2020 got cut short. Um, I think that played a huge factor of like, we were so close. Like, I just think of it now, like, I'm like, even though we lost, like, I was still lucky enough to get to be there. Like, mm. not like there's only a handful. There's two pitchers that can say they pitched in the finals game, me and Rachel Garcia. Pretty good like, company. <laughs> yeah, very good company. <laughs> and like, how how lucky am I to say that? Like, yeah, but I, some girls never get to say they get to regionals or supers and stuff like that. So like at that point, I think when in the fall, besides wanting to get back there, I think it was all about like, I have to remember how lucky I was. Like right. it is just a game at the end of the day. So my identity did not rely on whether we won or not, but rather like, okay, I got there. That's amazing. That's what I wanted. I got so close, but now I want it even more type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, before we get to last season, tell us about 2020, uh, the step back you had with the bicep injury. What happened there? So, um, I actually, that summer, I, of 2019, I went to go play with the Puerto Rican national team. Um, and I remember practicing and we were in Georgia and I felt like this pop and I was like, what the heck? Mm. Um, and I thought it was like, uh, like, Oh, maybe it's the pitch. And then, so I tried to throw a rice ball and it came out like a change up. Um, <laughs> That's not good. And, uh, yeah, no. So I was like, okay, I need to take time off. I called coach Rocha. Um, I didn't play the rest of that, sp- that summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get back and we did lots of like scans and stuff, but it kept saying you're, um, what was it? A bicep tendonitis. And I was like, something like it, it feels different than bicep tendonitis. Like it feels more than that. Right. And so we did progressions, try to get back and then it would get worse. And then we tried PRPs. Um, I don't remember what it stands for, but I know it's important and you spin your blood and stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> we tried it. Didn't work. We did, would do a progression back type of thing. And then in the spring we went to Mexico. That was my first game back. Um, it was against BYU. Um, that was before COVID and everything. And I was like, okay, I'll try like, yay. And it still hurt, but I was like, Hey, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up doing, um, like, a pain. I tried to take, um, it's called tortle. Mm-hmm. Um, I took that didn't help. Um, it's like a pain medicine. Um, and then we went to U of A and I remember I was like, oh, yeah, it's like my first start. Yay. Was, I don't remember who we were playing, but I got through the first batter and I was like, I feel so good. So, so good. And I was like, yes, like I can get through this. Yep. Second batter, we're like two, I think I have two strikes on her and I felt it. And I was like, oh, my God. Mm. And I felt it pop again. And I was I was like, I called Lindsay up and I was like, it, it popped. Like I was freaking out. I remember it. I was like, it popped. I felt it and she's like, it's okay. Calm down. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to try another one. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, it came out. Okay. Um, and then I was like, I need to call coach Rocha out here. So I called her out. She's like, do you want to finish the batter? And I was like, heck yeah, I want to finish the batter. That's just a competitor in me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and it came out a change up, but the girl swung. Thank God. Even though it was like a curveball, I think, <laughs> but she swung. So it gave me, there you um, go. <laughs> And so I told her I had to get pulled from that game, which I didn't like doing, but is for the betterment of myself. Um, Again, we did another MRI, came back bicep tendonitis. And then I was like, something's wrong. Like something's seriously wrong. Um, 
after Palm Springs, um, I, what do you call it? I kind of like had a discussion with the doctor and I was like, is there anything else we can do? Is surgery an option? Like, I don't want to do it, but if it's the best thing, then we can do it um, type of thing. So we went in and he found that my bicep tendon was two thirds torn. So I was probably a pitch or two away from tearing it all the way. Type of wow. Thing. Um, wow. Yeah. So it was, I, I felt like relief though. I was like, I, I'm not crazy. Like it really was <laughs> yeah. something more than tendonitis. So man, that was kind of a nice feeling. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And what's funny, I, I mean, I mentioned this in a text to you last night, but it's weird to say that a pandemic turned out to be a blessing, isn't it? Oh, yes. I mean, I was going to try to redshirt, but whether or not that actually would have worked, right. I don't know. Right. Um, but I like I remember like I got it March 6th and then I think I came to practice the 12th and then the 13th. I remember coach actually it might have been the first day I got to go to practice that coach was like everything's getting shut down. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> like like crazy. Like it was less than a week later that everything mm. got shut down and I was like, "It's a blessing." Kind of for me, maybe right. it's not great for the rest of the world, but like it works, yeah. it worked out for me in a weird way. And I guess, I guess the rest of you is like all you seniors at that point, you wouldn't have, when you guys got shut down, you wouldn't known that mm -mm. you were going to be able to come back. That's right. No. Yeah. So, I mean, th there probably was a little bit of anxiety for you guys. Mm -hmm, definitely. Oh yeah. I couldn't imagine. Jeez. But, uh, Hey, Hey, it worked out. Uh, it I mean, let's talk about last season because, I, mean, I mean, it turned out to be a pretty big year for you, <laughs> like not just, you know, not just on the ball field, but off the off field as well. Uh, yeah. Um, I got to ask about that opening game of the season because <laughs> you guys won 29 nothing. Uh, oh did you guys know going into that game how good freshman Tierra Jennings was, was or did she put everyone on notice after that opening game? I think we knew like she, we were like, yeah, she's been hitting really good type mm. of thing. And I knew she was a good hitter and I knew she was a good player, but I think after that game, she just went off. Like she just went off. <laughs> I guess she and did. She's like, everybody knows my name. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Like it was, it was awesome to watch that freshman class, like just come out and do what they did. Mm. And I mean, but Jesus bodes well, you know, going into this year. I mean, Oh yeah. Like, wow. Gosh. Um, so, I mean, you guys cruise through the, the season pretty well there. You, you And you you get that opening game against JMU at the Women's College World Series. Uh, overconfidence or James Madison was a real deal? Um, I think it was us. I think it was the freshmen being um, deer in headlights, that same feeling. Uh, right, uh, yes. Because, like, it was like they didn't play their best. And I think the whole team would admit, like, we just kind of, like, like got stunned. Yeah. Like they're uh, JMU, very good team, very mm. legit team. But I think, um, at the end of the day, it, um, came back to us and it fell on us of the reason why we lost because, um, and we'll tell you that too. Like mm. it was because of us, like we lot, we were like facing ourselves type of thing. Like we just like got in our own way type of yeah. that, like thing that happened. So, yeah. So what was it like going into there, you know, with the, the extra seating now? Um, it was, it was like, just get to the next game mm. day by day. 
get like take care of this game and then we'll move forward one at a time yeah yeah and it was about taking it one at a time and um just playing for each other playing enjoying every moment that we had with each other type of thing too so so giving it all we had was that the message that you know after that game that was uh was that the message pointed out in the team meeting um yeah. yeah and like just like playing for each other and trusting your instinct and not trying to be too big but being yourself instead and being who we've been all season and also another message was we don't lose to anybody twice so huh. well it well it worked <laughs> yeah i mean you must have taken it to heart because i mean you turned into a beast you went <laughs> five and oh with a 0.89 era that's minuscule 38 strikeouts oh, you must have loved that environment oh i do i love that environment yeah. um i couldn't tell you what switched honestly i i try to think of it and i don't know what happened um i think a big part of it happened in that ucla game um right. when i came in for may and just like saying like i got you like i have you um, and making sure that like, Hey, I get her out of this. I give our team the opportunity to get back in there and score some dang runs. Cause I know we can, mm-hmm. and they're, they were so at that point in the game, when I had come in, I, they were close, they were so close to hitting Rachel. Um, and then they started and then they just, they just needed it. They just needed to get back in the dugout and keep getting more at bats. Um, and that's when they went off. And I think part of it was just that moment of being like, I got you, May, like, mm-hmm. and just like having whoever I need to go in for, just having my team get back in the dugout because I knew they were going to score. Yeah. So, well, I got to, well, you got to walk us through that last game against Florida State because right up to that final pop out that you you caught, I would I would have moved out of the way as a pitcher because I am a pitcher. <laughs> I would have been like, no, I can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, uh, what a way to end your college career, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have um, in my house, so I have a little trophy case right now. Um, and it has the regional little participant thing. And I look at that and I'm like, what the heck? And then the next year is Woman College World Series participant. And then the next year it's national runner up and then it's national champion. Wow. And like, That's it's cool. so cool to see. Like, it's it's like, wow, I did that. Like, I really did finish on the like the way I wanted to, I progressed the way I needed to. And mm-hmm. it was amazing. But if I had to walk you through that game, um, it felt like another game. It felt like we were just, okay, surviving, yeah. like survive, get to the next game, get to the next day. I think the amount of times I said that, like if I had a dollar for every time I said, it just feels like another game. It doesn't feel like a national <laughs> championship game. I would have a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, but I remember like, I remember reading an article the night before where Elizabeth Mason was like, we just didn't know G we just need to figure out we could, we can handle her. And I kind of took that to heart of like, I'm a competitor. Like I'm going to compete. Like you beat me once. You're not beating me again. You hit a home run off me. Like, and then you say my name in an interview, like just the competitor in me was like, uh, -uh, like you're not beating me. Not anymore. Um, That's that's locker room material right there. Yeah. And like, I took that and I was like, no. (laughs) Um, so that was just like the competitor in me. And then, once I got there, it was just like, okay, you're getting this out. You're getting that out. Like just waiting for my team to score and everything just felt like another game, mm. honestly, until the last, you know, until I, um, I think two outs happened and then I walked shell nut and yes. then I was like, okay, actually, gotta- I got a question about that, that on that, what you, you, you went to three and O and you called timeout <laughs> and you brought everybody in. <laughs> 
And like as a as a pitcher myself, I picture like if I was to do that, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd call everybody in. I'd be like, what am I doing right now? <laughs> what did you say? I just needed to breathe. Honestly, when I call people out, it's usually like when especially when I call Grace Lyons, it's like, hey, how are you? She's like, I'm not calling the pitch for you. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> it's usually pretty like chill. Yeah. It's like me just trying to like stay present and not get ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what happened. Like it was definitely a, okay, I just need to stay in this moment type yeah. of thing. And they're like, you got this, we got you type of thing. Yeah. So yeah. And I actually, think, so, sorry, go ahead. I was actually thinking, I was actually thinking, um, don't overthrow first base if the <laughs> Yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> I uh, feel you there. I totally feel that's you. That's why there. I needed that like present moment. I needed to get back present. Stop thinking ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, I was can you imagine if Nicole had made that catch down the foul foul line? Oh, I know. Like what would we have done? <laughs> Were you running to you or running to her? Because I can't I believe she didn't get hurt. Oh, I know. It was like a true blessing. And I guess it hit the she broke her face. Um, I think her, I don't remember when, but it was like when I was on my visit, mm-hmm. um, I guess she broke, um, her cheekbone. Um, and she said she hit the wall with like that part. And I was like, Oh my oh. God, I'm so glad you're okay. Like, wow. Freaked us all out, but I'm glad she kind of didn't catch it. And I give her, <laughs> <laughs> I mess with her all the time about it. I'm like, so glad you didn't catch it. She's like, I wish I would have caught it. <laughs> so, Oh, that's great. How hot was it that day? Cause <laughs> uh, Honestly, it felt hotter the day before when I, in that first inning in game two, mm-hmm. but like I was dying, like from the pictures I look at them, I'm like, man, I was sweating a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you could see it in my jersey, yeah. and my pants everywhere. Yeah. Like I was trying to rub my sock to get dry. Yeah. Oh yeah. You were and the dirt, like you, you kept, yes. and uh, like I said, I know that feeling. Yeah. Like <laughs> the sweat going oh, down your hand is the worst. Yes, especially like the pinky side. Like I mm. wouldn't think that would affect me, but somehow it does. <laughs> oh yeah, I I can see it for sure. So you catch that pop up to to win the World Series. What was the emotion? Happiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like we did it. Yeah. I think I remember saying that honestly. Like we did it. Like we had, we just we just won. Um, like right now, like I have a huge smile on my face, um, and it's just like. It feels surreal. It felt surreal. It was like, this isn't real. Um, I think this is the first time I'm actually getting emotional about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I was like, oh, whenever you win, like, you'll probably cry. I never cried. Um, But just like thinking back to it, like, what a way to end type of thing. Absolutely. Like, insane. So uh, it's just kind of surreal. I still have that feeling of like, it's not real type of thing. Right. 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 Amazing. Amazing moment for you. Um. Before we get in the last segment here, uh, tell us about going over playing Japan. How did that all come about? Um, I had wanted to do that since I was like my freshman season. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like when I got the opportunity, um, I think they reached out to a coach and then coach told me and she's like, do you want to? And I was like, heck yeah, I do. Mm. Um, it's been like a dream of mine since forever. Um, Who are you so with? Just having that. I'm sorry. Who are you with? Oh, the Toda Medic. Oh, Toda. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, with Jordan Taylor. Yes. Um, but it was really cool. It was definitely very different style of game. Um, <laughs> like they can put a ball on the ground with when it's like 10 feet over their head. I'm like, how do you do that? Or like 10 feet in the other box. I'm like, how? <laughs> like, it's so like for me, um, uh, Jordan is just like the strikeout master, but like 
I'd like to say I'm a strikeout pitcher. And then like, I couldn't get like one strikeout there. Um, so it was very different, but it was really cool at the same time, just to like experience that and experience like that type of level. Yeah. So I've had Jordan on the podcast and she, I saw that. Yeah. She, she was talking about, you know, how, how the umps squeeze over there and I, oh my goodness. And the videos, like, you know how Jordan puts those videos together. Yes. <laughs> they're so yes, funny. Those are my favorite. <laughs> but like, like, so the catcher's the same and I'm not kidding. Like, she stuck a middle, middle pitch. Like I've never seen a more fat pitch and I threw it and I just like, I've never like given attitude back to an umpire, but I like kind of like leaned my head for like, what? And like, she like looked back and she's like, my catcher looked back and like, are you sure? <laughs> I've never seen such a small zone in my wow. life. Yeah. That'd be so frustrating. Like, Oh, it was. Oh, wow. But I mean, so how'd you like the, the, the culture over there? Oh, I loved it. It was really awesome. Like, I loved it. And I got to see my brother. So he's, his wife is stationed out there. Oh, nice. Um, She's in the Navy. And so he got to go over with her and I haven't seen him in a while. So it was really nice to like be able to get the opportunity and then see my brother and see how happy he is and everything. Cause he loves it there too. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, so what's the, the future plans of G Juarez look like? Um, as of right now, I'm not going back to Japan. Mm -hmm. Um, I, so when I was over there, I actually got injured and I just had surgery. Oh, um, really? Yeah. I had surgery on my knee, my right knee, my landing leg. Ooh. Um, and I'm still in crutches, so that's fun. Um, but so I don't know if I'm going to play athletes unlimited yet. Um, right now I'm coaching at Pima community college. Um, I got an opportunity there and I, of course, like I was like, way before I was like, Oh, I probably won't coach. And then the opportunity came and I was like, maybe I'll coach. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I love it right now. I love doing and helping in any way I can. And I think that's like one of my future goals is definitely to just give back to the game. Right on. Um, Right on. I find that like not many give back and I just want to like throw myself in the deep end of just giving back to the sport in any way at any level, because at any level, it's a great opportunity. Absolutely. Um, So right now I'm helping out with them. And then the summer is probably going to be my old club ball organization and giving back to them. Um, Maybe athletes unlimited. I haven't quite decided yet, Um, but I might be done just due to injuries. Um, It's not an official I'm Mm, done yet, (laughs) but it's not official people. (laughs) Yeah. It's not official. Don't, don't post on Twitter. (laughs) Um, But injuries have caused, um, a lot so mm-hmm. i just it hey, might pitching takes we'll a toll see. on the body absolutely yeah <laughs> i mean i i when i'm 43 right now going on 44 i'm still pitching which i'm <laughs> knock on wood <laughs> but, <laughs> but after i pitch uh it's two or three days before my body's like all right you're good to go again <laughs> yeah that's definitely i don't know how tom brady does it i know oh, it's different I know. but yeah he's crazy yep for sure um little uh thing we'd like to add to end the podcast with uh i call it player association i'm gonna Mm -hmm. i'm gonna throw out some names to you and you can tell a story you can say whatever you want about them oh god okay (laughs) all right first one maddie hackbarth um good catcher really good catcher yeah yeah uh next is uh nicole mendez bestie and maid of honor Oh, is that right? 
Yes, oh. I did ask her to be my maid of honor. Nice, nice. Uh, Josh and Lalo. Freaking, gosh, hit her. Gosh. <laughs> Don't even, queen. Queen of, queen. How, how, how quick is she going to break the record this year? Oh, I want to say within the first two tournaments. Yeah, I, I'm going to say, what she need? How many? I'm, I think she needs eight. Eight, yes. So I'm going to say. I say before Big 12 starts. Good call. Yep. I'll Let's go with that too. That. Yep, for sure. <laughs> uh, two more. Uh, Coach Patty, Patty Gasso. Intense boss lady. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Intense boss lady. All right. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, uh, Danielle Gibson. Bestie and uh, matron of honor. Okay. I saw you. Yeah. You guys, you guys <laughs> went back. Like, of course you were ASU and, and mm-hmm. then uh, she, did she go to uh, Arkansas? Yes, she did. She's yeah. actually in her last season there. Oh, okay. Right on. Good for her. Good for her. So yeah. anyway, well, gee, I got to thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast because this has been Absolutely. awesome. This has been awesome. Very fun. I liked it a lot. Yes. Well, thank you. All the, anyway, all the, all the best going forward. And I can't wait to see those wedding pics. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. Take care, G. You too. I read the rules before I broke them. I broke the chains before they choked me out. Uh. Now I pay close attention. Yeah. Really learned the code. Uh-uh. I learned to read the map before bounce I hit the road. You never heard this before But I'd rather lose a fight than miss the war And I ain't wishing competition or fishing for it I'm just living in a system, conditions are poor I've been lost in the rhythm and misinformed Too many late nights hitting the liquor store Too many bad decisions, half-ass attempts No sweat, no fear, no blood, no tears I go hard, and I ain't making up no excuse I'm overdue, I don't do what I'm supposed to do Cause if you think about it, man, we're supposed to lose It ain't all picture-perfect ocean views No, I was a first-class rookie Taking out bullies in my all-black hoodie Man the mystery, you know the history, get it or forget it, cause poof, I'm out of here. I read the rules before I broke them, I broke the chains before they choked me out, and I paid close attention, really learned the code, I learned to read the map before I hit the road. We say, nobody's gonna see me I've been high and I've been real low yeah. I've been beaten and broken but I healed though So many ups and downs, roughed up and clown We all got problems but we deal though I'm trying to do better now, find my inner peace Learn my art form and find my energy When my back's on the wall I don't freeze up Now I find my inner strength and I re-up Here we go, I know I've never been the smartest or wisest But I realize what it takes Never dwell in the dark cause the sun always rises But gotta make it to the next day It's a feeling that you get in your lungs when you run But you're running out of air and your breath won't Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted? Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902 
402-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again.